So, so much. So much. So oh, much. Man. Other things, other things. But we also had a new episode last night. We did! Which also it was so sad right. last week that there wasn't one. Oh, me too. That's okay. We made it through. We made it. I laughed for like three hours straight and then I bawled. Sure. Right? Because for the last 10 minutes. Yeah. 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 Like, stupid it was, it was a good, it was a good like, hey, let's have some fun and hunt some T-Rexes and, you know, mm-hmm. have a party. And then, oh, let's send bag of dicks. Bags, bags of dicks. Whittling dicks, whittle, whittle dicks. dicks. We're gonna whittle some dicks. <laughs> Come whittle dicks. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys, oh, and God. then and then and then Vilia just hits you with a bag of uh, dicks in the face, makes you cry. Well, let's break this down a little, guys. No, Valerie, I want to talk about the ending because the ending made me cry. We'll get there. We'll get I've there. got my scissors and. Shouldn't, probably shouldn't be waving them around like a mad woman. <sighs> okay. So, so let me talk about this because they started sending people home, mm-hmm. and they and Vilia sent a group to West Taldore somewhere. And I was wondering, still Ben? No, wait, West. I don't know. Iman. I don't know exactly, but something went on between Marisha and maybe Talison, maybe somebody else. I can't remember. But like, I looked at her face and she said something and somebody was like back to her and I was like, I think that they know something. I think that they know this West Haldore thing. So it would be Syngorn, it would be Fort Daxio, Iman... I mean, those are kind of the bigger cities on the west coast. Yeah. Well, I- even Singorn's kind of in the middle. Yeah. It would have to be Iman or Fort Daxio. Yeah. Because everything else is kind of either central or on the east. Maybe Craghammer if you squint. Maybe. But yeah, Iman is the big one. I'm curious to know what Marisha thought it was because she almost like the she almost had a look of recognition. Did he? Did she say where in the West was it? Just it was just the West Teldori. Uh, yeah, West Teldori, and she. Katie's actually got her map out. <laughs> wow! <laughs> and keep it here for reference. Where's my blanket here? Let's see what we got on this here. <laughs> I the blanket's over there. My map is closer. That's, that's, <laughs> my, that's my nerdy contribution. That's amazing. I, Do you roll it occasionally <laughs> to see what you get? Ooh, nice. I have one of those, it too. It doesn't roll well for no, me. No, they don't roll well. See, my, mine's right back there. They don't roll well at all. But they look nice. They're a little too round, but they're very cute. Where are the Earthashari located? Terra? Terra. Yeah, where is Terra located? Mm. Oh, wait. That's the other one. That's wild now. Because said that she was familiar with this place. I heart maps. Tara? Uh, come on, Google. Tara <laughs> is here. Is north. that west or north? It's north. Mm-hmm. I would call that north. north. Yeah. Okay. Where's Vestra? West, Western-ish, but... Vestra no, Vestra's oh, yeah, closer to Vasselheim, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. 
No, I thought I thought Vesera was more um, south of Wildmount. Yes. Please hold. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was talking about Pyra. Pyra is also Pyra is closer to Vasselheim. Yeah, because Pyra is on the same continent. Silra. I need a uh, Exandria geography geology geography 101. Katie, can you make that class for me on storyline <laughs> by next no. week? No. Okay, well, it's not on this map either. That. I'm going to make a Taldor. Or a Isn't it in the Osmond scene? Geography. Yes, it's wow. in the Osmond scene. Because they kept on talking about how Pike is so. The city and ocean is on this one. Osmond Sea is. Osmond Sea is on the east. Here. West. So it could west be the water. Could be the water. Sorry. But it's not in Taldore, though, is it? It's it's west of Taldore. Because it just says Osmond Sea here and no. down here. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. But I'm Dear Matt. Maybe does not make any difference. Where the hell did you send him? <laughs> Where's Vesra? Uh, oh man. Yeah, I don't know. But Well, they said that... Uh, Glintshore was between Marquette and Taldere. Because mm -hmm. they were going to catch Glintshore on the way back. Mm. I don't remember about Vesra. Yeah, I don't know. Does the, does the interwebs know? I don't know. I'm going to create a class. Vesra brake pads. Leave me alone. No, I know. I got brake pads too. <laughs> what do you think about uh, Jester not messaging the Ruby of the Sea with all of the people going to the Menagerie Coast? I was like, <laughs> why didn't she advertise for her mom? I don't think about that. Uh, Ooh, look, a map of Exandria. I love you, nerds. <laughs> Finished Exandria in Wondercraft. I think I had this up on my computer the whole time I was going through campaign one. See, so because map nerd. Click to see spoiler. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, Katie, you and I have had a discussion that a book is really the best when it has a map in it. You need if I open a book and there's a map in it, I am immediately sold. Mm -hmm. Well, I can zoom in. Let's see. Okay, where is Vesa? My people. Uh, Hespit Archipelago. Nope. Map's too small. I can't, God, I can't click so and drag. Fine. Buttheads. Oh, here's Vesra. <laughs> okay, Vesra is like... It's like directly between Taldere and Isilra. Okay. Like, here's Isilra, here's Taldere, here's Vesra. Well, okay. so if you go straight west from Amon, you're going to hit Vesera. So and then if you go north a bunch, then you're going to get to Vasselheim. It was probably Amon. Let's be real. Wait. Oh. Th Tharim Falas just outside of Vasselheim? Yeah, I know that. That's where they stopped it. Oh, that's where they stopped it. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. Yes. I'm fine now. It's Friday night. <laughs> what did you guys think about Ford's request to Kotho? I thought he was going to go looking for Vandron when he first started. I didn't know talking. what he was going to do. And asking. I didn't expect him to ask for the other dude. 
Do you think he did it just because he is suspicious of her and wants to keep her, you know, keep your enemies close? Like I said last week, I think her original, um, I think her original person that she was looking for, I think she was working for Ukatoa. 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 And I think she was looking for the weapon. I think she was looking for either one of the orbs or the sword. I don't know about that, but I'm not surprised that he's trying to look for Sabian because I don't think Vandrin's a threat to him, but I think Sabian's Sabian is. Oh, oh, Say hi to Valerie, baby. Oh, she loves you. you love him, it's like, hmm. You want <laughs> this weekend. Because oh, I'm going out of town for the weekend. Where are you going? Somewhere fun. Yes, my very dear friend has a cabin in the winters. Squirrel! Sorry. So do we know why Sabian betrayed him? We don't know why yet, do we? Not really. Only that he blew the ship up. The thing that's interesting about it is that Sabian was the betrayer in all of this, but Vandran was the one who was... Who had the stuff. Mm However... Sabian might have been trying to get rid of Vandran if Vandran was trying to get out of his contract with. That's what I was thinking. So it's hard to know whether. It's hard to know whether. Was Vandran pulling what Ford pulled? And like you said, was Sabian just doing what Ukatoa was telling him to do? Or was. Or is Sabian not a bad guy at all and just trying to to stop stop Ukatoa? So many unanswered questions still. Excellent theories. I still want to see that third orb returned to the Mm -hmm. the third temple because I want to see a battle between the Mighty Nine and Ukatoa in the worst freaking way. Because that would be uh, legit. Yes. Yeah, they would get wrecked. just in a storytelling thing, and oh, they would you know, get wrecked. So but. since I mean, that we're going for, if we, we think know. about it, they've never let they them level up been, a little more. They haven't been like super wrecked yet. Like, no, I'm talking, like no. I was certain that Vakoto was just gonna. Like, I thought I thought so too. Tear so, from, like, I, tissue think even, paper. I think even Matt was like. I think Matt, you're, I think we're gonna see Matt kind of increasing a lot of the difficulty up for the, the characters. He's gonna up the stake because they took out not only Vakoto fairly easily, a lot easier than I thought they were going to do, and they also took out the T Rex a lot easier than yeah. And even he was like, poor T Rex, you know, not poor T Rex. But the the, the feeble the feebleness stuff, like just completely fucked up all of his plans because he would have yeah. knocked unconscious oh yeah if if not killed her if not yeah killed her. she could have been dead dead because yeah of, because of that bite well power. if it weren't for that crit cancellation like yeah oh, yeah. yeah like i think t-rex would have just chewed her up I think, I think we're gonna see the stakes being risen and i think we're gonna see some harder enemies coming up against the mighty nine what level are they now they're 12 11 12 they're 12 i think they just hit 12 they they hit twelve a little while ago. They might be getting to thirteen. Like, Fox not fought a bunch of dragons at this point. They, like, come on. Yeah. They sent the thing that they 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 did a little short thing where they actually they are level 12. To twelve. Yeah. Okay. So I know that they're that they 
they're at least 12. They're at 12. Oh, that's yeah, right, because it was right before now. they it was yeah. before they came back. So they came back, they rolled for 12. It was like their tech sound check. Yeah, criminal stats, they are at 12. Okay. So. Yeah. yeah. They, they got some tough stuff at level 12. Which, to be quite, to be quite fair, like, when we, we came into Vox Machina, I think there were nine. nine. Right now, Vox Machina was 12-ish when we started. there were nine. Were they? Were they nine? Because well, they they're were at like the beginning. Seven or eight. Chat the very, kept oh, the asking them yeah. over and over again, what level are you guys? What level are you guys? Let's look it up. Fox Machina levels. My arm is pinned. <laughs> so, oh no. You don't need that arm. Please. Look at that face. He's your T-Rex. Oh my oh, god. Oh, now he's backing up because he's like, oh, you're in throw that, right? Um, they were at level 8 or 9 when the stream, stream oh, began. Okay. They are well, at episodes 12 or 13 as of episode 53. Okay. Okay. Because I was going to say, as far as like, I feel like Vox Machina for whatever reason, maybe the character choices they made, or maybe the relative inexperience of the players, because they'd played so infrequently before mm -hmm. they started mm -hmm. playing regularly. Like, they seemed to struggle a lot more with tactics with and certain things, but, ne well, but and they just reason, switched from Pathfinder to Finder. 5th yes. edition. True, yes. yeah. Absolutely. And I feel like the Mighty Nine, they just, you know, especially after Molly, like they just kind of came together and for whatever yeah. reason. Oh my god, yeah. Molly was Colson. Yes. Molly and was their Colson came back. We'll get to that. <laughs> Tahiti is a wonderful Oh yeah. Place. Oh, it's a magical nice. place. There was some it's conspiracy drops. Last night. Camp Plucker, before we get there. Yep. Oh, yeah, I'm so fucking excited. I was like, Camp Plucker Best is my new favorite guy. Ever. And then Sam's like, you guys know and who he is. WTF, Bo. He was WTF. I was like, Bo, why are you being such a bitch yeah, tonight? I was like, Bo, I love you, but please just shut up. Stop. Mm -hmm. Stop. Stop. Mm -hmm. No. I was like, what the fuck, Bo? Jesus. She was cranky last night. Bo was cranky. No, she was so cranky. <laughs> I don't know whether it was was Bo or whether Marisha was just hangry, but <laughs> oh. maybe a little Bo. Yes, <laughs> She needed some Taco Bell, man. <laughs> but Kent Plucker was in Doctor Dranzel's group, yes. so we have another campaign one throwback connection. Yeah, so which I, much. Which I love. I loved it. I just, I love Kent Plucker now. And yep. if Ken right. Plucker right. made it to Rumblecust, then Dr. Dranzel could have just made it to Wildmount and yep. sired. <sighs> You're <Yeah>. so <laughs> damn determined. I still think of Starfuck. I just want to have a counter, a, a ridiculous counter. You just theory. want Ford to have a father. Come hell or high water. <laughs> Ford is the love child of Garthok and Dr. Grant. There you go. That's it. <laughs> Mystery solved. Putting aside biology. Yep. Hey, we don't know about orc biology. Anything yeah. is possible. You don't know. It's D&D. &D. Yeah. <laughs> Anything is possible. Yeah. Come back from the dead, you don't know. Yeah. D&D &D is really the uh, soap opera of our generation. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's true. <laughs> oh, my God. It is. It really it's is. 
It's our days of the lives. That's what I was saying when we did the when we did the panel. I was like, when we did the watch your stories. Watch your stories. These are my I mean, really is. I don't mess with, with my mom and now my I have stories. My stories. <laughs> yep, I got my, my D&D stories. It's, it's the modern story. day. Watching my stories. No, but I was what, like, some of the conversations from campaign one actually had me thinking that. I was like, this is just like a freaking soap opera. It is. You know, it is. It is. The drama so and the hilarity and... It. Oh, yeah, I love it too. Especially since it never has like a super. I think it's better storytelling. Yeah. Than oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Is. yeah. Well, for but sure. But still with that like melody. Better acting. Definitely. Flair. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sure. Everyone. Yeah. yeah. And the. Yeah. I love me some melodrama. And, mm-hmm. and the fact that like certain things may end, certain story arcs may end, but the story itself continues Keeps on. Like on. Alexandria is always Alexandria. Mm-hmm. Like, no matter who you're paying attention to in Xandria. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I love yeah. that about it. is poor Charles. Before we get to too many dicks, let's talk about the T-Rex thing. I love that they actually felt bad. I know. I feel like... You were like, aww. Watching, like, good, you chaotic little shits. <laughs> suffer through it, yes. Was hilarious. Mm-hmm. I but that's the thing to me that is so funny about the Mighty Nine in comparative in comparison to Vox Machina. Vox Machina just would like they on the surface they seem so lovable, but they would just plow through that kind of shit with no mercy. But but the Mighty Nine, who by all rights should be the assholes because they're a bunch of chaotic and then they're like all cinnamon rolls. No, exactly. this poor old albino dinosaur. Oh. I dig another bite out of it. I know, Caleb. <laughs> I they all hit him. Like, no, no! <laughs> I take my T-Rex arms and I slap him away. <laughs> so good. I love, I love when Liam does this because I, I love getting insights to how uh, Liam views Caleb when he's not super intelligent, intelligent. Yeah, yeah. like he's just, he's just this like toddler he's a toddler yeah yeah i like red <laughs> so valerie tell tell our listeners what kind of fan art you want yes the t-rex fan art oh oh yes so maybe want, get some fan uh, art. okay so <laughs> apparently nobody's interested in caduceus fanfics right now so instead i'm moving on to (laughs) to fan art and this fan art in particular if you want to to draw it and send it in is i need to see caleb and jester's t-rex baby (laughs) i need to see their little t-rex baby i am so sad that they didn't run off into the woods together in there Oh my god. You know, after the theme like, from Jurassic Park playing in the background. You just see a little me and Katie decided it was gonna be a little blue. With she purple bangle stripes. stripes. <laughs> I want to see them all not And one of the stripes the looks a teeny bit like a dick. Dick. There you go. Of one course, of the stripes is a dick. The bangle stripes, all of them are just like <laughs> You know, we, we talked about brand. this a little bit, but the more I'm watching Caleb's reactions to Jester's interactions with Artagon, 
Oh, and like, with Ford. And with, I'm watching oh, him and I'm like, oh my god. A couple of episodes ago when I'm she like, was okay, I'm trying to Ford. Okay, okay. <gasps> but I'm, sh I'm shipping, I'm kind of switching my ship. More and more, I'm um, switching Dufter. my ship. Valerie talked me into it. Yeah. <laughs> the best ship. And I, I want... the thing is, is that I would, like, I, I think every ship is beautiful. I love sure. everybody's ideas for ships. I, really I just want Caleb to be happy, happy. so freaking exactly. desperately. That's mm -hmm. so valid. And and one of the things that I love most about the Jester, uh, Jester Caleb ship is just that Caleb loves Jester for whatever she wants to be. Like, mm -hmm. for it. And a lot of the other characters, like, want Jester to do something else and be something else or do something. Ditch the Traveler and find a new god. Like, like mm -hmm. Bo and Ford, exactly. They're so skeptical of everything. And Caleb might have his skepticisms, but he's, no matter it's what. It's unconditional. Like, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's his so, skepticism is, like, about the Traveler, not about, not about Jester. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I love that. I think it's just so, it's, it's just such a pure thing that mm. I just, And I nobody love. deserves happiness more than exactly. sad, broken my sad wizard boy have some peace, for I God's know. sake. A little bit of happiness. And you know that, that Liam wants this to be a Starcross thing. That of he course. Just, but I, I just, I can't help it. I just love it so much. I, just I mean, when his memory was almost taken away, uh -huh. and he was, yeah, and he was a like teeny bit happy for happy. a second, mm -hmm. and then, then it got back. taken away. And he was like, oh. like oh. That, I was actually, oh, I actually my heart hurts. <sighs> Speaking about um, Caleb, too many dicks in the kitchen. <laughs> so many dicks. <laughs> the for some dick. reason. Part, part of what is what switched me going from that Caleb and Jester is everything he did for her in that episode oh, like yeah. the arches and like he was like all about making it beautiful and amazing making the flames green and yeah he's like yeah. I can do it I can do this I can do this for you and 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 she just loved him so much mm -hmm. loved everything that he did he's either gonna be like super heartbroken or he's gonna be like yeah live happily ever after yeah I don't even want to think about it. Let my boy rest. If Laura would give up on trying to Tra seduce Travis. Travis. I know, exactly. She's so intent on it. And Travis yeah, has... But that's the thing. Like, I think Liam knows that, too. And so he's he pushes extra hard for this whole Caleb thing to happen mm -hmm. because he knows that Laura wants something else so badly that she's, like, <laughs> she's just hyper-fixated. <laughs> and he's like, I'm going to get my sad sob story because Laura's hyper-fixated on Ford. <laughs> Oh God, it's so good. See, <sighs> soap opera, it's a freaking soap opera. It is. Everybody loves Jester. I love Jester. That is literally everything. I love Jester. I would marry oh, yeah. Jester if she popped into the real world. <laughs> but uh, man, having having had these conversations with our tagging. You guys don't seem to feel any differently about him, despite the fact. I don't trust him at all. I mean, I love I loved the little jab that that Liam threw about choking <laughs> choking you know, uh -huh. the zest out of yeah. life. I was like, oh shit! <laughs> that, was, that was actually my favorite. Caleb, your vax is showing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I don't trust him at all. I, mean, I don't. I don't think you need to trust him 
but uh, but I think that I'm really to afraid he's going to end up hurting Jester. I think he's trying think, his hardest not to. I think Jester's the one person he doesn't that want he would to. go out of his way not to hurt. Anybody else? I don't think he cares. I, I think I think honestly, I think Jester is a beloved pet to him because I think it's hard for Archfey to see anything, to especially of his nature, to see anything as as equal. But he, I think she he brings him amusement. Her. But I, I, but I think he's also. I mean, he's old as fuck. Who knows how old he is? Maybe and not like, love, but affection. No, I think I think he I think he loved yeah, her. Yeah, legit love. Okay. I think he legit loved her, but I don't. But I think he's not. I think he's old enough. I mean, especially his conversation with her when he was mm-hmm. like, "Everything's temporary." Yeah. Like you're temporary, and I I think that I mean I think he has certainly has like attachment issues. It makes things more precious. Is that what he said? It makes things more precious. Precious when things are temporary. Yeah, when you know yeah. that it's not going to last. Exactly. Like I, I wonder if he, if he, if he thinks that she might grow out of him. Um, now, well, and then she's mortal. She's absolutely mortal, and I think that definitely has something to do with him. But for so long, he had her by herself. You know, mm-hmm. it was literally just them, and she's starting to change a little. And even though she's still the fun jester that he that amused him, I think that he's seeing her growth. Mm-hmm. And I think, mm-hmm. in a weird way, he's worried that she'll leave him. Maybe. Yeah, I can see that. Because now that she's got friends and found family, and her mother's more outgoing than she once was, she needs him less. Mm-hmm. Even though she thinks she needs him just as much. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I think I it's know. that fear that like he knows that she doesn't need him mm-hmm. and he's yeah. just like but she's not waiting she for her to, her to figure realize it out. It yeah. And just like terrified of that fact. And and I feel like this because like I have some experience with like self-sabotage and like abandonment stuff. So the conversation that he has with her where he is he literally it literally feels like he's trying to push her away a little bit so that he doesn't feel as bad when it happens. Mm-hmm. Like every time she's like, "You're my best friend. We'll be friends forever." He's like, "I don't trust it. This is temporary." You know, like, mm-hmm. don't get too close to me. Like, I feel like he already. I I, th- I don't know. He's known her since she was so little, and yeah, and I think what he what was like a beloved, cute puppy to him is now like he's he respects her. He sees mm-hmm. her growth and like, well, yeah, I don't stuff know. with the cupcake hag. Exactly. Oh yeah. Which, which, oh, by the so way, we're gonna call Valerie now. Did you guys know what Sharnai is an anagram for Irishon? Just saying. This is Sarah's. I don't, I don't think conspiracy theory. I don't think it is either. But it damn it! I need a pet conspiracy theory. I love it as a conspiracy theory. I don't think that it's. It has I don't know. I think I don't think it's anything. I think it's just coincidence. But it's fun. <laughs> It's it is fun. The kind of thing yeah. that I love to to entertain. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what this is anyway. We should probably but. talk about Molly a little bit, though, because I did find something from 21 days ago. Wait, Fine wait, wait! Eyes. Before we talk about Molly, oh, yeah. Going back to our the Artagon of mm-hmm. Vox Machina that we just oh met, yeah yeah, and this Artagon, 
Were they, you guys as like listening as I was? They I, feel different. But at the same time, like his, like he definitely seemed like he was amused by what they were doing, but also like. Seems more casual. Why, yeah. Why would. Like what more is, relaxed. No. Now? Now. Yeah. I, and I'm wondering, I, I don't know, because I haven't gotten to it yet, why he wants to leave the Feywild so badly. I just figured it was because he was stuck in the Feywild for mm-hmm. Vox Machina. And so he was like, bored of it. and so now that he's out in the human world messing around and. I have a question for Aaron then. Yes. As a DM, Arch Fey, are they able to leave their plane as, is it really tough for them to leave their plane? Um, I think that's kind of one of those things that's like at DM discretion um, because as far as like source material goes, there's not a ton of information about the Feywild. Um, so there's there's like bits and pieces kind of smattered through the, the various source books, but there's not like solid lore um because really like the exandria source books are like the first like real discussion about it yeah because really all that's um in any of the source books that i've like really looked into is just like here's this two paragraphs about the feywild and this is what happens when you leave because time goes all wonky and you can lose your memories and Mm -hmm. stuff like that but yeah, there's not. It's one of those things that's like very much left up to DM discretion. Oh, Katie like the Shadowfell. The Shadowfell is really funky. Yeah, because like, actually, there's more. I feel like there's a lot more, especially in older edition source books on the Shadowfell than there even mm-hmm. is in the Feywild. But yeah, story time with Katie. There's a whole paragraph. The Feywild is a place of intense emotion. Happiness becomes elation. Anger becomes fury. And passions become obsessions. The very shape of the Fae are defined by their innermost feelings, and even siblings can take different forms based on what they feel most strongly about. Two daughters from pixie parents are just as likely to be a sprite and a satyr if one sister is drawn to war and the other to wild parties. It is uncommon, though certainly not unheard of, for a Fae to completely and spontaneously change form after a life-altering event. So there's like, I mean, there's not even a chunk about the Feywild. It's just a chunk about the Fey. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's right. There's not. Yeah, there's not there's much not in here. Information. Like the DM's guide has like a very, very like, here's some vague information about the Feywild, but it's not like, you know, like Avernus where we get like an entire source book mm-hmm. on like, how the politics work and how travel between planes works. So, hey, Wizards of the Coast, we need to descent into the Feywild book. Yeah, they uh, they talk about uh, the master. The Feywild. They talk about they talk about the matriarch of the Seely Court and the master of the Unseely Court. Mm-hmm. They talk about Sondor, master of the Shade Mark. Mm-hmm. So they talk about some of the Arch Fey in the Feywild, mm. but yeah, not yeah, not a lot of information on the Feywild all. itself. Yeah. Interesting. So I'm, yeah. I still am, am convinced that it's too much of coincidence 
that our tagon took them to rumble cusp where Vilya was like to me there's just a little too much that's a conspiracy theory that i'm willing to buy into Mm-hmm. I I wonder if did that's... he suggest Rumble Cuspa though, or did they talk about a volcano? Said volcano. She said volcano, and he picked the location. Didn't he say there are two options, and they talked about him and realized that one of them was like awful, and the other one was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I and was the other I, one the volcano that they went to where forget who they were though. Huh? Yeah. I still think he was hoping that people would forget who they were. I think that being on Arch Fay, he had several outcomes which would have been all fine with him. And I, I mean, think that would make sense. Would be if everybody just forgot about him, and another would be if Kiki got her mom back. I just feel like, even even in a trickstery way, because he's even said I don't necessarily like to hurt people that don't mm-hmm. need to be hurt, yeah. and to be like like Kiki getting her mom back after all these years is kind of a trick especially if our tagon knows how long she's been there mm-hmm. which who knows I mean he might have thought was he may have learned some things yeah yeah so who knows who knows we'll see how it plays out Matt always does interesting things which surprise me so I'm looking yeah. forward to finding out but I would not be surprised sorry I just wanted to clear that out of the way because nope. I'm so like super like into like listening to everything that our tagon says and trying to discern if there's any clues as to what's currently going on with him and stuff so we can talk about molly now i'm, I'm typing chained oblivion 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 the oblivion the oblivion speaking of conspiracy i do have something this is uh Let's see, we're talking about Matt when he's describing the, the images that Caduceus has seen. Um, so when Molly Mock woke up from his grave and had lost the Lucian part of him, he was described as having nine eye tattoos marked across his body that wouldn't take eek. They also bled when he invoked his frosty blades. When we later got introduced to Cree, she instantly recognized him and started talking about Lucian's intention to go of getting into an enigmatic city, an eldritch city. And that's, I mean... The city that we see flying. That Vakoto is trying to escape. And and Molly was obsessed with trying to die. Oh, there's like, there's some... The threads are starting to come together. I was like, yeah, no. And like, the look on Taliesin's face when it came up, like, Taliesin knows something. Mm-hmm. I know. He, he was no, so happy. Okay. Yeah, he he's like, little, oh, yeah. Like, thing going oh, on. Yeah. I, just, like, mm-hmm. I, I kept on looking at him, and, and Ashley's and he's just... Trying to, he's there, trying to keep like, his mouth shut. Like, yeah. He was oh, like, yeah, because oh, he's not supposed I'm, to know. I'm sure so there's things that he discussed with Matt, like, in yeah. forming Molly's backstory, mm-hmm. that he knows. He knows what Molly's backstory was. He knows what those eye tags were. Oh, yeah. At least to some degree, what those eyes were. And he's just like, oh... Oh, yeah. I'm trying, it's like, Taliesin, been... so it's like smug like oh this is gonna be good <laughs> <laughs> what's good to know is I have not been able to find any connection with nine eyes and the chained oblivion but I have not been able to find any connection with anything else in D&D like I have not been able to find anything at all and I've been searching all day it's because it's Taliesin's eldritch horror oh yeah it's gotta oh, be yeah. some kind of eldritch horror because it's an eldritch city yeah, which is why I'm like, I think Taliesin probably, like, 
has quite a bit of hand. He probably didn't realize like how much he was contributing to the larger plot at the yeah, time. Absolutely. But he he absolutely knows like what those well, eyes are representative mm-hmm. of. And I love that Molly's story isn't ended just because mm-hmm. Molly's gone. Mm-hmm. Like like Molly's still there's still some unfinished. Am I finally gonna get that, answers? Right? We might yeah. <laughs> finally. We might hope so and who's who's wondering about molly's potential reappearance amongst all of this i would be surprised i don't, I don't, I don't know if we'll see him reappear i don't know either but i'm, I'm hoping that travis was all here. for it though he was like yeah. yeah let's go back yeah i i and i'm so i i i would be i would love to see them go back and find his coat gone but his grave also dug up even though caduceus even if they never see him after that like Like, oh yeah he might be out there again yeah or even if it's like if they use decompose is there enough left to do like a speak with dead like there's so many maybes exactly who knows if they go back like who knows what they're gonna find exactly Travis's face when they went to hunt that T-Rex. He was so excited. He it was like kid in a candy store. Yeah. Yeah. Who, wants, yeah. who wants to be in the hunting party? I love that everybody just raised their hands. Even Carrie. And that was that like, Travis okay, was like, everybody, no, let's go. To do. They're like, <laughs> we just defeated the god of this island. What's a T-Rex? Let's do this. Mm-hmm. I love that. So cute. I, I am back to, back to Molly. <laughs> Sorry. I am super surprised that none of them have thought to go back to Crete. Like, especially with being so accessible through Jester's dad. <laughs> like, like they keep on asking um, Yasha about Molly, but Yasha mm-hmm. only knows Molly after, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm super ex- I, I hope that they think about it. I hope that they remember it and are like, yeah, let's go find out more about that a Molly that we didn't know. I'm 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 interested to see where this all goes. Like, well, I'm so excited. I love it when we get little pieces, and then we'll we'll get we'll get little pieces, and then all of a sudden we just get a boom right in your face. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, here's what it is. Here's what you got. So, I'm just I'm waiting. I'm so I love I love that somehow Talison always gets the big connect. Like I feel like he's getting the big connect here with the chained oblivion through Molly, even though Molly's not his character right now. Mm-hmm. But also, like the Briar Woods are what connected us to Vecna. Yeah, <laughs> like it's like yeah. Matt and Talison like have this like, <laughs> like Vecna. Ooh, Vecna's a piece of shit. The evil connection. <laughs> I'm I'm getting very close to Vecna, and I'm yeah. We fought Vecna in my last campaign, and it was so we had like the war be- between the Abyss and the um. I know we had a whole bunch of shit going on that Vecna had started in the between the devils and the demons, and so it was just insane, and it was so much fun. Vecna's an asshole. I don't like it. Yes, it's true. Vecna's the worst. Aaron is. I don't know. Thera's Dune might be pretty bad. Is What's that? Huh? Tiamat. Oh, you like cut out a little. Oh. Raven is, Queen, what? Is the Raven <laughs> Queen on this side of the Divine Gate? This side. Our side. Is she on our side of the Divine Gate? Is she... I can't remember, and I'm too lazy to look it up. I'll look it up. 
Mm, you're Google. Sarah, yep, Sarah's Googling stuff. Which side of the Divine like Gate Orcus. is um, the Raven no. Queen? Yes, yeah. Patrons seek her favor to guide them to death. Blah, blah, blah. Who does she like? Facts. That's pretty yeah, much it. Yeah. I think the Raven Queen is pretty neutral on who she likes or doesn't like. She's sure. just about getting you. Uh, I can't remember which side of the Divine Gate she's because the Divine Gate is. I think she. I think she is b beyond the Divine Gate. Yeah. She's what are my pop figurines. I think they're still making them. I was. I, she, I ca she, yeah, she calls. Yes. She calls Vox Machina to meet her behind the Divine Gate. So she is behind the Divine Gate. Okay. Okay. I was wondering because I. I feel like at some point they mentioned something and it made me question something else yeah but my brain's not connecting what that is right now so that's fair yeah because like most of the stuff that matt pulls from like actual like canon D D, yeah. changes to fit his world a little bit yeah which makes sense yeah but when he said that it wasn't a normal t-rex i was like what the hell did you do to like this t-rex well and even like vakoto i was like okay i know what this is but this thing is doing stuff that is beyond monster manual stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Which is good because it keeps He's people on their toes. It keeps yeah. people yeah. on their toes. And plus and the story of it yeah. is so much more oh, It's so good. Yeah. yeah. And like I think like to a certain degree, especially when you're playing with players who have played for a while, you have to do that. Otherwise, like because I have players that are like, oh look, we're fighting like a lich. I know what liches can do. And I was like, bitch, you thought. Yeah. <laughs> you thought you were ready for power word kill. I swapped out that lich's ninth level spell. <laughs> and so it's like, you have to do things like that as a DM because it keeps people your players. Play. Yeah, because even if your players aren't trying to, players metagame. Mm -hmm. They do it. Sure. I and got so better, like, you know, I got better at not doing that after watching critical critical yeah role. because yeah. i was like would i know who the yeah i got into that asking would i know who what this was yes would and my character having, actually would i know the abilities that? of yeah. this lich yeah yeah or this this dragon or this displacer be like has my character even ever seen a displacer beast before like yeah. yeah so yeah there's and but then when you like tweak it just a little bit it keeps your i think it keeps oh, no. that aura of suspense not just for like your players in character but for your players out of character because mm -hmm. then they never quite know what they're getting into which like kind of instills that like fear of god a little bit that's like yeah what is she gonna do now we don't yeah. know <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> i love how happy your face got when you said fear yeah. of god. sometimes <laughs> you just gotta remind <laughs> players that <laughs> they're D, D characters they're still mortal <laughs> <sighs> like when they get hit by a meteor in avernus because they're they're taking too long to wrap up combat. Oh shit! <laughs> what? In... Yeah, yeah. PPK. <laughs> Meteor uh, twenty twenty. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, guys, Philia. Oh. Philia's choice. Oh. That oh, whole conversation yeah. between her and Veth. So good. Yeah. I, is I, Veth is Veth thinking about going home too? Yeah. I think. Well, it's got to be in her mind oh yeah i mean when she left him in the first place i was like oh yeah really? like 
You're it's gonna... been in her okay. mind. Like Sam even said, I think during a talks that he wasn't even sure if like not turned back into Veth, she was going to leave again or not. Yeah. I wondered yeah. if when she yeah. turned back, if she was going to like, oh, here's the Scanlan exit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think but we might, I think we're going to see character. it too. You know what's But her funny. husband is so utterly supportive and is like, mm-hmm. no, go do your thing, honey. Like, Go, save the world. Go save the world be with your awesome. friends. Go yeah. protect your friends. We'll be but here. I think, I think as far as Sam is concerned, in a weird way, like, even though um, he, even though he's so supportive, like, you still want to be with your family. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Beth, like, loves her, her Mighty Nine family. Mm-hmm. But and really, like, from, that from a story on. standpoint, like, Beth's arc it's done. is complete. Yeah. Like, she got what she wanted. Yeah. Except for maybe keeping an eye on Caleb. Yeah, like, that's really the only thing that's keeping her to, like, honestly, I think if it weren't for Caleb, she would have stayed. Exactly. I agree. If Caleb suddenly had a happy ever after with Jester, she'd be like, like, I'm going home. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Since they're in Wildmount. I'm out. (laughs) Since they're in Wildmount, do you think he'd bring back Tyrion Darrington? Wouldn't that be a fun <laughs> way to connect <laughs> one and two? In the Mighty Nine would be right. so. Oh my so god, he would be kill him. So Can you imagine Tyrion and, and Jester? Like, oh, chaos. I'm just, just imagining, like, Bow and Ford would destroy Tyrion. Oh, oh yeah, just, I don't think I would break like, him in half like a shit. toothpick. I'm not sure, like, what would be the best reaction. Like, I, I would be really interested to see how Caduceus reacts to Tyrion Darrington. Yes. I think he would just be But also Caleb like, would be what? just, yeah, like, uh, I don't know. I don't know who I'd be more interested well, now in. I that would be it. amazing now. Now I need Tyrion. I was just sitting here, and I was like, wait. If he left and pulled a Scanlan and brought Tyrion Darrington back in, yes. how awesome would <laughs> that be? Would be down. hilarious to me. I would love it. Especially since they saw that they have the book, yeah. And they, and like, can you imagine how like psyched Jester? Like, <laughs> oh my God, you're famous! You wrote a book. <laughs> what? You signed my book. <laughs> yeah, you're dicking it for me. You know, this is a little out of game, but this episode made me really think about the questions that each of the players ask themselves when they're building a character and how I mean how immensely different their characters are from campaign one to campaign two but some of the things that they deal with like Sam left the campaign one to see his daughter and to spend time with his daughter and now Beth who's a completely different character than Scanlan is that same underlying thread yeah and like and like with with Talison, it's always this big like interesting question about something like it doesn't matter like philosophical yeah and like and like marisha her characters like keyleth and bo could not be more alike but they're the way that they have trouble dealing with people is seems to be marisha's thing they're like Like, opposite ends of the bad charisma spectrum Yes, exactly. Opposite ends of the socially awkward. Socially awkward and just like no social boundaries. Exactly. And it's so interesting. As she proved yet again. No, last night. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but 
but, does but not know how to be a leader does not know when to shut up <laughs> <laughs> exactly and that's yep, the talk that's won't shut up <laughs> about watching specific people play characters is you find out what's really important to that mm-hmm. player mm-hmm. in a way and what intrigues that player what kind of no. question intrigues that player because the spell like oh, yeah. liam Sad boy. I don't know what is Sad in his boy. life that he wants everything to be tragedy. <laughs> but like he wants, he, he really, I think it's the Shakespearean actor in him. Yeah, I think He's so. just like, I want to tell the tale. <laughs> Let me just live my Hamlet fantasies. Bless, <laughs> <laughs> poor Yorick. But how did you guys feel when Philia, that moment when Matt was oh, describing what she saw? Oh. Feels and how did those feels leak out of my face? Uh huh. Yeah, especially when when he sees her and And me watching. I'm like I'm watching everybody. I'm watching like Marisha and I'm watching Mm -hmm. Liam. Marisha and Liam. I was watching specifically just for their reactions when he described the cherry tree because that's the last image from the first Mm -hmm. campaign Mm -hmm. is the cherry tree with the cherry blossoms and And so that that made me just start and then uh i mean because i've been listening to the part where keelit's talking about you know is she dead is she alive if she's dead i kind of want her to be dead because if she's alive then she just hasn't come home and that really would really suck and i'd be i'd be really pissed and so when when keelith turned around and ran towards her i was just like Damn it, that's yeah. good. Stupid <laughs> feelings. Man, stupid feelings. Stupid Matt. I think what I love most about this is that, like, they, like, Vox Machina had an epilogue. Like, they had an epilogue. Yeah. But, a couple. <laughs> like, but, what I, but what I love about how Matt's storytelling works is that their epilogue isn't the end. It's oh, no. Piece of the end mm-hmm. and so like it was we, like it was the closing of a chapter exactly mm-hmm. but but kiki still gets a happy ending like mm-hmm. even though she had a sad ending with vax now she gets to have a happy ending because she gets her mom back you know like it's mm-hmm. i just love it and i love to think and so does her dad after mm-hmm. so many years and yeah just but now matt has linked very specifically the mighty nine to box machina mm-hmm. exactly. they mm-hmm. I mean, more than the, the tarian darrington loose connection before 20 something years later keela gets her happy ending gives me hope that maybe not in this campaign but someday my sad wizard boy is gonna get his happily his happy ever after i hope it's in mm-hmm. this campaign it better be in this campaign but if it's not i will hold out hope i want to see those beautiful t-rex babies <laughs> <laughs> the important part blue yeah. and purple yeah bangle stripes that is the thing that was intriguing to me is that um Vilia clearly knows who the mighty nine are mm-hmm. and you better believe and she's gonna be like hey the mighty nine helped save well, me I imagine that all of the people who are going home are going to go home back and to Amon, back to my menagerie coast, back to, yeah, and say, holy hell, I didn't have my memories for 25 years, and then the Mighty Nine showed up. And- picking a good party name mm-hmm. is important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, the ships were great, but. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> but that's enough. so much, and so much more weight. So much better. Yeah. But is this going to be the way we get our, our Kickstarter reward crossover? That's what I was going to ask, because we've been thinking, like, we've been questioning whether 
it's going to be a one one shot mm-hmm. kind of like you know they'll meet blah 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 in you know a, in a battle, battle royale, royale or something like on the Teldere council yeah but now... i asked i did it <laughs> somebody's gonna die yeah, somebody's dead now yeah. <laughs> nobody's left there's <laughs> i was gonna say i don't think anyone's left <laughs> There is no Taldor. I can't <laughs> Everybody's dead. Sprinkle is the Taldor. But Chroma Conclave came back as liches and destroyed everybody. Oh Led by Vecna. <laughs> and Ukatoa. Yeah. But like, but I think this does open the door for that. So I'm super excited. I'm wondering if they'll need to talk to Watsmok and us specifically. How do you think? Technically, how do you think they're going to do that? Are they going to play two no characters? Idea. Or are they going to say, hey, you, you, and you are going to be you, you, and you, and you guys are going to be di- these characters, you're going to be these characters? Hey, Sam like played think- Terry and Scanlan like for a while. Matt, he could do both. I like could to do. think that Matt would love to torture them um, like that. Because they force him to do so many goddamn things. Liam would only have to play one. Excuse you, Katie. I know. That's the that's the title of the episode. Liam would only have to play one. Katie, you just you just named the episode. Where'd she go? Liam, I'm both happy and sorry. I herself under the table because of what she said. I'm not sorry. To play one. Yourself by saying that. Okay, that's the name of the title. That's the title of the episode. Katie named it. Liam will only have to play one. (laughs) Too poor, soon. poor, poor Caleb. Poor, too poor. Too soon. Way too soon. Damn it, Katie. Wait. So does that mean Sam has to play three? Yes. <laughs> that would be amazing. And Harry. something that I could see Matt doing specifically to Sam to, to, to get because Sam. of all those shirts and that goddamn flask. Yep. <laughs> Especially well, now. Wasn't it? Wasn't it in one of the one shots when, uh, when? Didn't Travis specifically invite Tyrion and Scanlan to come on somewhere and so that like, Sam would have to do yeah. both? Uh-huh. And that's uh-huh. why Sam got him back in the search for Grog one shot by bringing back. That's right. What's with his what's, his dumbass. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. what's his dumbass. Yeah. Okay. Seriously. Yep. There you go. I just think of him as uh, Professor as What's His Bucket from Hogwarts. Gilderoy Lockhart. Yeah, Gilderoy. Because he's. Yeah. 120 yeah. percent Gilderoy oh, Lockhart. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know when Tyrion first showed up, I was like, You're "This is totally big. a Gilderoy." No, no, I did too. Yeah, I he totally... was. He was so inept. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he was loaded. Mm-hmm. So and you loaded. could just tell that he was full of crap. I, I love I love that because I love too shiny much, armor. <laughs> I love how much they blonde hair Tyrion, even though Tyrion was objectively worse than Scanlan in a lot of ways. <laughs> But they love, they almost, they almost love Tyrion more than Scanlan. <laughs> well, you know, daddy issues. So they were like, oh, you're our best friend now. It's like their moms were both named Martha. And then all of a sudden they were best friends. <laughs> and they were best friends. Yeah. That joke's never getting old, y'all. Never. <laughs> never. never, ever. Wait. Why did you say that name? <laughs> It's so bad. Oh, you know what frustrates me about that is that it's totally reasonable if they had not done it the way that they had done. Yeah, yeah, like what terrible like, screenwriting. They just bonded over moms, fine, <laughs> but 
How does Holmes feel about tummy rubs, Katie? Will he eat you? No. Oh. Kitty loves them. Kitty loves tummy rubs. I think that's their. I think, I think Holmes and Kitty are like twins. Holmes is the most relaxed, most chill, oh. most just. He's like, it's all good. You want to pick me up? It's fine. If you want to rub my belly, okay. I love you. Huh. Neville does not let me pet him for more Perfect. than two seconds. Really? No. See, that's my other cat. No, he he is no pets, all play. That's Crush okay. makes me bleed. Although, I have to say my injuries from last week are nicely oh, healed. Are they? Here comes... Oh, you might as well... Rosie! There's Rosie! Come on, this My little... Buffers. I love her little blonde eyebrows. So make her look... I had her in princess Leia costume earlier. She was not happy with me. I love animals. Wait, so what? Much. She's got a princess Leia costume. Why? Because she gets cold, and so we needed something to help keep her warm when she gets cold. <gasps> okay, so she's that's, got a that's legit. So it's not just for your own sick no. amusement. No, it's... it's <laughs> she's, always, she's always freezing. Like, that's why she's always under blankets. Sure. But she's My always. roommate got Neville... Um, into Princess Leia Bonds once. Oh. He's so good. He's like he's so he's so um he's my roommate's dog, um but he's like so well behaved. So he'll just sit there and let her do like whatever. He actually has a little Gryffindor school uniform. Oh my God. See, my my doggy would not stand for it. She was too proud oh. for anything <laughs> like that. She like just would not. And so whenever I see dogs that are like, because she was high energy, but whenever I see higher energy dogs that are just so chill about that, I'm like, I wasn't moving like that. <laughs> Why are you the way you are? She was, she was just she was very not. well behaved. She was super well behaved. She just would not. She was just like, this is no. Yeah, he, he tolerates. <laughs> I'll, I'll have to send you guys the video that I took while I was just like torturing him with the frisbee because he'll just stand there and just like oh. watch it with his eyes. <laughs> I'm such a brat. <laughs> oh man, I, I might have to watch Endgame tonight, guys, before I go to bed. Oh. Oh, Case you need your heart broken more yeah, than it already is. But, yeah, like, I all the Facebook I posts are like... I need that right now. <laughs> anyway... You guys have any more conspiracies? Anything else that that this episode has brought up for you, or the episodes that we've been watching that you've gone hmm, connections? Not that I can. Man, think I don't right have the now. brain capacity for yeah. conspiracy theories anymore. <laughs> I know it's so sad because oh. I want to, but it's hard. Yeah, it. Yep. But I'm just so excited about it that I'm like. I'm just so excited by every little thing that's happening in the story right now that, like, my little brain is like, feed me! Feed yes, me. yes. Every time it's Thursday, I'm like, soon. Soon. 
you know you guys if we actually checked any of our um critical finger podcast social medias i need to do that sorry i i maybe forgot that existed yeah i've just been posting them on mine but i'll post them on ours the conspiracies about the campaigns make me so happy give us all of the conspiracies so i will make sure to include those on our posts because you have a better conspiracy like social media i love that aaron and i have the same cases for our cell phones (laughs) yes I love that. <laughs> yeah, my little pop socket says "Roll Initiative." Oh, nice, awesome. sweet. Guys, I don't, I don't have any small businesses this week. I'm sorry. No, but you guys, no, no, no. The trailer. Oh, the trailer. The, that's right. The video of the with all the concept oh, art was amazing. Oh, oh. good. I, got I love that they're coming up with stuff that even Matt didn't think of. Oh, right. Yes. I'm so excited. Just, I'm I got so chills when and I they showed us Whitestone. It was like great. I have to like try not to get too excited because I know it's gonna be a while until they're done. Yeah. Still, sure. I'm so excited. <laughs> but I'm I'm enjoying the little snippets that they're giving us yes, in the meantime. Yes. <laughs> and I love I love how real it seems now mm-hmm. because yeah. before it was like nah, 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 like it's it's gonna happen someday. Yeah. But it's I like, do think like the the best funny. part about like rewatching campaign one now is just like when they make the little quips about like oh. Like, is that the dream would be to have an animated series? If only you knew. If only you knew, little baby Talison. If only you knew. (laughs) Maybe he did know. Maybe he did know. He does because he he knew. He knew. Talison knew. And when they were talking about the pops coming out, and they were like, "We sat over too many margaritas years ago and thought about how cool it would be if we had Funko Pops and merchandise." And I love, I love, I love when people's dreams come true. It just same. They deserve mm-hmm. it. They yeah. work right. so hard. Yeah. yeah, anybody deserves it. Like mm-hmm. anybody that puts that much hard work and dedication. Oh hell yeah! And just like I just love deserve. how just like humble they stay about things. Yeah, too. for mm-hmm. sure, for sure. And just like how much disbelief they have, like their all of their little little Twitter videos about their Funko Pops mm-hmm. are just like so cute, just so cute. Or uh, my it. favorite is the is the video from the beginning of the Kickstarter when it just blew through mm-hmm. the goal and they were all just in like, like nanoseconds. They're just like, like, what? What are you? What are you? What are you doing? And yeah, just totally. Flummoxed. That's when Katie found out about. It is one of Thanks, Sarah. You're welcome. You're welcome to the cult of the trip. One of us. One of us. Man. But yeah, so the, I think my favorite part about listening through is trying to imagine it animated because like the first time yeah. that I listened to oh, it, like it was, so it, good. it was before all the Kickstarter and stuff like me and Sarah and probably mm-hmm. you, Erin, I think you were watching really super early too mm-hmm. um like that didn't ever enter, enter enter my mind it was just like the theater of the mind thing like mm-hmm. I was like mm-hmm. I know how these things look and blah 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 whatever yeah. like, this is this is cool from that experience because I get to decide like from Matt's description what this world is but watching it this time I have the excitement of 
I'm going to see this physically someday. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to see these stories and these characters in a way that I've imagined. I, I'm, I'm super jazzed about that. Like, it's... And the thing that I love most about it is that I don't even have that fear that you have when a book is adapted to film and you're like, is this going to be okay? Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not worried about that because at all. Because they're so... Like it's, it's their baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and they're so involved. In the, well, like, and the fact that their art director is a critter. Absolutely. Yeah, that's oh, it just makes me so happy. Doesn't yeah, same, same. I was just yeah. like, oh, so heartwarming. One of us. One of us. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it is in good hands. He won't fuck it up. He loves it too much. Yeah. Stories like those types of stories. So happy. No pressure wait, though. I can't Our wait director for the first I'm just so excited. <laughs> no pressure. No, no pressure. No. My hope is that by the time we get our first episode, is that COVID will be completely fucking gone, so we can have a major a watch party. party. Yeah. Hell yeah. We need a watch party with beverages made for our Drinks. favorite characters, and yes. we need it. We need yes. It. We can. Uh, we can make the torch bloom. We cocktail. can make the torch bloom cocktail. We're talking about. Yeah. Granted, we still don't know what's in it, but uh, I had a cocktail last weekend that was whiskey, ginger liqueur, and lemon juice, and it was good. It was also very strong. When we do make them, we need to make sure we share them with Mr. Brian W. Foster so he can use them for between the sheets if he ever wants to. I keep meaning to make his sidecar, and I keep forgetting. I should do that. I've never, I never make mix, mixed drinks. I'm just rubbing. I watched tight. the episode where he made the sidecar for Sam. Was that Sam's episode? Mm-hmm. I was like, I want one of those. I want to try that. Mm-hmm. But I haven't done it yet because I don't know. I got distracted by shiny stuff. Of course. Happens. Shiny things. Distracted by dice. Distracted by Liam's arms. You know, whatever. I'm distracted by all of Liam all the time. Mm-hmm. And all of Cora all the time. Liam's cardigans. Mm-hmm. And all of Cal all the Okay, listen. Just all of it. Just, just all. I'm just, just distracted all. by stuff. Every I'm just distracted. Slave it at that. Full stop. That's it. Every time they show themselves. Every time I see Liam's bookshelf, I'm like, what book is that? What book is that? Mm-hmm. What's that? What's mm-hmm. on there? What's on there? Oh. You just see what's on that, your bookshelf. Bookcase is goals. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Binder of sad German things. <laughs> <laughs> smart ass oh god I love them. so my small business of the day is a woman named chelsea mann who makes excellent critical role art she made the uh the the hand art i love chelsea that is, art. is so amazing um she's got hands for all of vox machina all of the mighty nine and then the excellent no Percy, no mercy Percy print that She's I'm She's trying to, to fund a basement remodel, so you she should all is. go commission her if you can. Yeah. She does portraits and spell art. portraits and pinups and full illustrations and she on Etsy. Her stuff is awesome. She's on Facebook. She's on Instagram. She has her own website. Okay. She does. It's Inprint. I N P R N T. Yes. P-R-N-T? Yes. So, okay. yeah. Okay. Um, but her prints are amazing. You can even get some that are greeting card size. So, nice. I mean, for like practically nothing, you can 
get a bunch of them. And, Prince. Uh, so I got a big one for Vax and little ones for the rest of oh, yay. my Vox Machina. I have like the by 10 of the twins that I started yeah. to frame. So the, the big one can be in the middle and then three on each side. Oh, and then, I, nice. I don't know, no mercy prayers. You will have to go somewhere else, but... No, well, but I, t- I took it as a sign today that uh, that she needed cash, so I was like, "All right, it's a sign that I should buy No Mercy Percy." Because I really have commissioned cool. her before; she does a fantastic job. And it's not just Critical Role; she does other cool stuff too. So yeah, go forth, buy her art. Sweet. All nine of you. Nine. 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 Anybody else? Uh, so uh, my my small business is again Die Hard Dice, our local favorite dice maker. Yes, uh, love Die They hard. had um, three new dice come out today that they've been working with Critical Bard on. Uh, so they called for, they are called Forte, and there is one with silver and purple, gold and purple, and then one like a black and purple. And I got the black You're and not purple one. To tell me this crap. Sorry, they're they're very well priced. They're only fifteen dollars. So, and their customer um, service is amazing. Yeah, Die Hard Dice really is, is is they are local to they us send you here bonus dice. Um, they're just yeah, they're amazing. So definitely go check out the Forte dice that they worked on with Critical Bard. They are I beautiful. I used to work with Chris oh. from Die Hard Dice. So I love them. I love I them. Think so I'm kind of biased, but <laughs> they're, pretty. they're they're good. They're so good. Mm-hmm. New releases. Oh yeah, Those they're called their their Avalor dice are. Gorgeous. This is so pretty. I love the I love the Forte dice. Ugh. I love the the ice serenity ones. The uh, the clear ones are just beautiful. So. Oh man, what are these? Oh shit! Now I'm looking at dice. <laughs> well, on the Dracona. subject of Have you dice, seen the dice and <gasps> other pretty things, um, my I will give a shout out to Dragon's Worn Cosmetics. Uh, you can find Ooh. them on Etsy. Um, so I originally found the shop because she does nail polish that is themed for all sorts of characters. They have a whole critical role line. Uh, their Ford nail polish is absolutely, I mean, they're all gorgeous, but I I love just like the shimmery green that the Ford one is, but yeah, the full line of, you can get whatever your, your favorite Vox Machina or Mighty Nine characters in nail polish. Um, pretty. Like eyeshadows and soaps and now dice. So Ooh. yeah, they're now taking what, dice commissions for customized dragons worn dragons, dragons worn, worn, worn yeah. dragons worn. Looks like dragons worn. Yeah, yeah, it does look like dragons worn. Um, Dragon's Worn Cosmetics. Um, you can uh, find them on I need the Caduceus nail polish. Etsy. Oh yeah, highly recommend. And it's all like handmade. Yeah, and it works so well. Like I'm curious so as well. to what the Mighty yeah. Nine soap smells like. I've I bought the Yasha soap. <gasps> and I love it. It's got like this really like nice kind of like stormy earthy rain smell to it yeah like they're so good highly recommend well i favorited the shop this is what i I hate that i'm allergic to fragrance i forgot sarah's question so before i give you my small business sarah posed a question earlier today that i wanted to ponder on uh vilia's last three gifts to the Mm, nine flowers yeah left what do you guys think why do you think that she chose? Who she yeah, because I can figure that out. I'm like, why did she choose those three? 
to give well, flowers. Well, Caduceus and Ford with the wild follow mother. the wild mother. I think that was a given of mm-hmm. just like just a connection with them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Over that. Well, and Yasha with the flowers that she's. You think you don't think there was saving. anything deeper to it in the meaning of the colors and. Yes, and no. Just, I, I, let's say it was pink for Caduceus, blue, blue for, Ford, for Ford, and, and white, white for, Yasha. for Yasha. I think, I think, I think there is. I think the symbolism is almost literal in a way. Um, uh, Caduceus, because he's he's pink boy, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that she understands that Ford is a little bit more marine-y than say trees. And I think that Yasha's might be, you know, she was there to witness the whole wings mm-hmm. thing. Mm. And so I think there's like, she, I, I think a rebirth kind, kind of, of, yeah. And that, and that purity, that, that, the, the cleansing that that color represents in mm-hmm. a way, like, you know, and the celestial type things. I think that, uh, I don't know, I could be wrong. What do you guys think? Did you guys attribute anything else to it? I just read too much. I was too busy crying. (laughs) Yeah, I'm with Katie on this one. I I was not thinking that hard on things because I was just like... The feels. I I took note of the colors, but I didn't think, hmm, I wonder what that meant. Well, uh, originally when she she made the blue flower, I thought that she was making the three flowers for the three people that would most appreciate flowers, which I thought was Caduceus, Yasha, and Jester. But she gave it to she gave the blue one to Ford, and that's when I went, hmm. hmm, okay, like maybe she thinks Ford needs something, needs to needs to see that he's on the right path or something. You know how I feel. You guys know how I feel about Ford. Mm-hmm. I really want Ford to not be a good guy. <laughs> I I don't think that Travis. Like, I, I think that Travis has it in him, but I don't think that he would, I don't know if he'd be that ballsy to be. No, 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 he might be. Him. You never know with Travis. But I would love it. I would so love it if this whole time he was. Aaron, Daddy. you're muted. Oh, yeah, sorry. I'm talking to the dog. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I thought you were talking to us. Sorry. But, <laughs> but yes, on, and on, yes, yes. I would also I would, talking I, to you. That that would definitely <laughs> be something. I would I would love it. I would love it if he just out of nowhere just went back to Ukaja. <laughs> I, I the the look in his face when uh when Joe did that to them with Vecna's hand, like the look on Travis's face when he was just like, I. That's a thing you can be. That's a thing you can do. You could be evil. Could like, be actually. Evil. Like, he was just so blown. Mind blown. Like, there's, mm-hmm. there's, there's moments when. Wasn't when, everybody flummoxed when Joe did that? Absolutely. Absolutely. But I think. I think After that, all of it. When all you're that just like, was like emotional, heavy moments. Mm-hmm. Well, He's like, boom. Exactly. It was so beautiful. It was the most beautiful thing. It was probably one yes. of my favorite campaign one, like, moments. <laughs> but, like... Fucking Joe, man. 
<laughs> but like the thing about it is that like we we're watching we're rewatching campaign one and there's all these moments where you're like okay that's the moment that Bo was like I want to be a monk mm-hmm. and this is the moment this is when Yasha was born Yasha the barbarian in Ashley yeah 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 exactly and and to me like Travis talks a lot about how um the group always had these emotional stories to tell and he really just wanted to make a hammer that was going to smash everything mm-hmm. and he did mm-hmm. and because of Gro- who Grog was he couldn't really affect a big change in Grog like even Grog's own story of defeating Kevdak well like emotionally powerful wasn't like a super moment of growth for Grog like mm-hmm. even Craven yeah even Craven yeah Grog friends, like, Grog love friends, you know, like, (laughs) and so I feel like, I feel like when he saw, like, every moment that he saw something like that happening, he was was like, oh, I could do that. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I have definitely, like, been in those shoes where it's like, you kind of handicap yourself by playing that low intelligence character, and you're like, I could do so much cool shit right now, but my character has no idea what's going on. Like Matt with the T-Rex today, when he just, like, like, sighed. He was just like, the T-Rex wouldn't know that. (laughs) (laughs) He was just so disappointed in the T-Rex's intellect at that moment. Oh, what? And her freaking whirling dervishes. As somebody who plays a kobold in a long-running campaign, I I know that feeling, Travis. I know that feeling. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like, Sometimes you just got to be the comic relief. Exactly. Then all of a sudden you realize that's all you can do. Yep. <laughs> exactly. It hits that's stuff. Yeah. It hits stuff. I can't even do that. <laughs> but I do wonder how far Travis wants to go with it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, Travis would take it pretty far. Oh, yeah. I think there's a lot more to Travis than I think we oh, give yeah. him credit. Plus, Tell he's a good got story. a lot of revenge yeah. for, like, the haunted house issue and oh, it, oh, yeah. everything over the years. Every once in a while, when I'm, like, kind of bummed, I just watch him going through the haunted house again, <laughs> just because it brings me such utter joy, because I would be Travis. <laughs> I would be. I mean, okay, first of all, nobody would ever talk me into doing that. In a we million tried. Years. Maybe, we maybe tried. for $10 million, but I, I would absolutely be Travis, like, squealing like a little girl and just yeah so i watch it and just laugh my ass off especially when laura ditches him at the beginning yep 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 Beautiful. just disappears told him i was gonna go through with him Bye, and then honey. i left him <laughs> all right guys sorry okay. for that that's okay my small business is uh ren's nest creations on etsy that's W-R-E-N, like the oh, nest friends. creation. Nest. And I am telling you to go give some love to this creator because they are making, again, for the second week in a row, masks. Please let us get over COVID together and yes, make masks. Please. And socially distance and wash your hands and all of that stuff. We need to, I need to see my friends. Mm-hmm. And we need my watch to- parties back. This is coming from the biggest introvert hermit. My stories. Ever. Like, I'm getting to the point where I need to have oh, she, my oh, 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 she's got Manor party and-, and my watch parties. Yes, some of her stuff is, I mean, she has a bunch of stuff, but some she's of She's got some nerdy stuff. Yeah, some of it is cool theme. She just recently made, I think, a Jester and a Caduceus mask. So, mm-hmm. and they're 
super cute. I will include those links in our show notes. I know I forget a lot, but I will do it. Yay. Lindsay made me masks. She figured out how to make masks. So she made me an Avengers mask and a Pirates of the Caribbean mask. I want a Haunted Mansion mask. Right? Oh, I wonder if she could get fabric that looks like the... Uh, you the, can print the... fabric. Any kind of fabric you want to print, you can print. So yeah. she made me a quilt last year for my birthday. And she had me make a list of all of the crap that the two of us love. So Supernatural and Disney villains and Disney princesses and Avengers and Harry Potter and, you know, like, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then she made a quilt that oh. like half of each square is blue and then half of each square is one of the nerd things and i mean the fabric that she couldn't find she like hand painted it and Jeez. there was some that she got that was blue and she wanted it to be black so she like traced it with black fabric marker i mean it's it's nuts it's so cool and one of the one of the squares is uh looks like the haunted mansion Mansion wallpaper she found she found a cookie stencil and used it to make that one wow fabric yes she loves me i love but it's spectacular she gave it to me and i was like some cool stuff now that i have my new cricket i have to say Mm -hmm. molly round two Yes. Pants ain't got nothing on this cricket because I had to cut all those freaking diamond appliques by hand last time. Cricket's cutting them for me this round. (laughs) Are you going to name it? When I come up with a good name. (laughs) Jiminy? Oh, God. Ask my D&D players how great I am at naming things. Uh Uh-oh. Oh, no. no. I panic every time. I you don't panic. have one of those websites that'll like. Spit I do, out and I still names. panic. Okay. <laughs> I I'm like sitting there panic search. I have a book that's like a character naming bible that sits on my D and D shelf, and I still panic. I think I I'd, I'd get over this by now, but. Mm-hmm. I'm just I will name all your things. Your name is Bubba. I've named uh, I've named a hundred child children that I don't have because I'm like I love this name. Although I am really proud of my uh, group's latest NPC. Um, his name is Mitzmark Blitz. He's a dragonborn with a spinal problem. He's actually three kobolds in a trench coat, and the kobolds just said all of their names in a row. I love <laughs> That's the most amazing thing. Are they literally in a trench coat? Um, now they're in a bathrobe. <laughs> Oh god. You drew this, didn't you? Yeah, because they, they started out as three kobolds in a cloak and then they went to a bathhouse in the last session and now they're three kobolds. I was wondering what that was, and I loved seeing that. That's oh it's amazing. Yeah. 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 And the rogue is never babysitting them ever again. <laughs> oh, D&D, man. Guys. I love D. Yep. D guys. Yeah, D D. I love it how every once in a while Liam just looks at the camera and he's like, I love D&D. I know. <laughs> I feel I that, Liam. Him. I feel that so much. He's just such a giant nerd and he's so happy that he's playing with his friends. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Like, that is the dream. Right? No, it really is. And I love Getting that. paid to hang out with mm-hmm. your friends. Yeah, the fact that they've turned it into a profession is just and utterly nuts and wonderful. And they still get along after monetizing yes. that. So. Yeah. yeah. 
after years. Yeah. I think I think I mean, that's the thing that I love about Liam's enthusiasm the most because I feel like Liam was one of those people that was like, I'm going to be an actor and that's my dream. And he became an actor and that was his dream, but he didn't realize what his actual <laughs> dream was. His actual dream was just play make-believe. Be a with nerd his yeah. with his friends. Yeah, make money doing it and just seeing his absolute joy every week. He is just joy. Okay. Oh, like, Travis, too. When something ridiculous most- happens and Travis yeah. is just ecstatic, just exactly. beside himself with glee exactly. at a T-Rex that they can hunt. Just like, T-Rex, T-Rex. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Their, their joy brings me joy. Mm-hmm. Especially Truly. when I don't have joy. Like, I just siphon it from them. Mm-hmm. I'm just like watching them as like, suck it into me. Give me joy in this moment. <laughs> what Sam's between the sheets when he was saying that his his uh, theater background, his improv background, his comedy background, like that all of the elements of his life came together in this one crazy thing. And when he finally realized this is what it's all been leading to. And after he got over the fact that it's a game, that then he was like, oh, no, it's fine. It's okay. It's cool. Yeah. It's, it's Let's do it. Because it's, it's, it's a joke. It's like a literally a joke, but like it's their career. But it works. So, so who cares? So, so I found something out. I missed Sam as Gavroche in Les Mis by one year. Oh. Really? So close. Yep. I was like, when was I, he on Broadway? He was, he was in Broadway like the year before I went, mm. was his run as Gavroche. And I was like, fucking god damn it. I could have said I've seen Sam Regal on stage. <laughs> but yeah, I missed it. I had to look it up because he was talking about Gavroche again and something. I was like, what was he again? It's a shit. One year. Go so back close. to Broadway, Sam. I want to see you play Jean Valjean now. <laughs> no, weren't they joking on like it, an all work, no play, unplugged yeah. or something? I think yeah, he'd they make a better he would be good. Yeah, he he would be a good Thenardier. An amazing Thenardier. Oh, yeah. Totally. Because he's a dick. <laughs> right. Because, <laughs> I mean, he could be over the top and ridiculous and mm-hmm. wonderful. and Master of the house. Right? Yeah. Isn't yeah, it? Come anyway. philosopher. Our podcast has been going on. For I, know. I know. Um, we, uh, we I are, know. We are. We do have long, long episodes. But we talk about a whole bunch. I mean, it's not. Yeah, that's true. I think that's once true. we get we past. We have a lot to cover this time. Once we get past campaign one, I think we're going to have, you know. What, we'll shorter? probably have shorter yeah. episodes considering we're or, not talking or, about massive amounts of different things too, yeah because we're not like, talking episodes about episodes to cover we did we covered like, cover a huge amount of episodes in just a couple I, of hours. I have this i have this mm, i i maybe it's guilt that i'm feeling for making katie catch up so fast in campaign two <gasps> that now i'm like now i feel like i have to catch up to katie in campaign right one, mm-hmm. even though i don't I'm actually physically come on do it other things that i have to do we do we do need to decide before we end tonight how far we're gonna go this week i'm surprised i got through all the episodes and actually beyond we at least get glint shore Mm -hmm. and the death of her heinousness next time yes spoilers katie spoiler come on really i know I think I was, I think I had looked, and if we do... We already talked about Joe taking the hand of Vecna. Mm -hmm. 
I think let's see. Do, I think if we do 10 again, if we get to hold on, I need to go back. I'm already on like episode 70 something. Okay, that's let me see where I'm at. I, they just got to the city of brass. Where was I thinking? Because I like to end kind of at the conclusion of something, but also on the brink of something. And I think, yeah, dash at, dash clash at Daxio was what I was thinking. So if we go yeah. to 76, we get them right through, through the elemental plane of fire. Right before, yeah. Iman. Right before Iman. Okay, cool. Through 76. Through 76. I'm up to 90. God damn it, Katie. Wow. I know. I keep on trying to catch up with you. I'm like, (laughs) this is... It's not going to happen. Fruitless endeavor. I'm even listening to Tox Machina in between the episodes. Wow. I wish I had that kind of time. Me too. Katie doesn't have kids. Between the sheets. Yeah. (laughs) I have watched Between the Sheets. Actually, I need to watch uh, a bunch of the one shots. Oh, yeah. There you go. There's some good yes, ones. Because we ta- we tried talking about the one shots earlier. <laughs> and we hadn't watched like any of the ones that we were wanting to bring up. So do you Well, I've watched to... The Search for Grog and Dalen's Closet, but I still need to watch The Search for Bob. And, <laughs> and all of the honey heists. And all of the honey heists and Doom Patrol oh. and, and you need to watch oh, oh you need to watch uh, Grog's uh, one shot. Cinderheart. Cinderheart, yes. Yeah, I've got like a giant list of of one shots that are they're all good. Yeah, Liam's one shots are particularly. Any, any, mm-hmm. yeah, that's what I hear. Song of the Lorelei is so good. I, that's mm-hmm. probably my favorite one shot. Is that the werewolf one where he was yeah. beside himself to so good. put werewolves in there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So but even even hit the one that I can't remember the name of, but it's like the ending. Don't they call it full circle or something? No. I can't remember. I'm being stupid right now. But anyway, yes. You need to slow down, girl. No, I'm just kidding. No, you don't. Do what you love. I'll get there eventually. I keep, I keep, I mean, I listen to it when I don't have any work to do. And I listen to it when I play Zelda. And I listen to it when I diamond paint. And I just, it's just that thing that I turn on. Mm -hmm. Well, and, uh, and I turned on something the other day, and uh, oh, I was I was going through a whole bunch of the documentaries on uh, Disney Plus, because every once in a while I go through a National Geographic nerd phase, and just have to watch a whole bunch of. Like, I and caught up on so many live plays over the summer, and then mm-hmm. school started again. So. Ugh. School. I'm so glad that I'm done with school during Me this too. whole pandemic cool. thing. I just barely made it by the skin of my teeth. I know. I just stopped for, I just, I'll, I'll get back to it. Like, yeah, it's. I even got graduation in before the I whole thing brain. started. I, I yeah. am totally in awe of you, Erin, because I cannot brain. Uh, and I, brain I that cannot much. brain either. I'm trying to teach myself medical school on the internet. Uh-huh. <laughs> are, are some right. sort of. Right. Or Ugh. like otherworldly being because I can't even imagine it. Yeah. I I, all right, ladies. It's getting late. We've been recording for almost two hours. Yeah. All right. Wash your stupid adult hands. <laughs> Keep calm and carry on.
stay calm and seduce caduceus or at least make fan art of <laughs> t-rex babies i don't yeah t-rex babies Whatever blue ones with dick stripe fan art that's, 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 that's always a good send it to us all right. Oh, I like that.